Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan and you are listening to episode 158 of the Creator Smarts podcast. In this episode, we're going to do two things. First of all, I will give you a brief update of what I've been up to over the next few weeks. Then I'm going to tell you about some of the uh, events, some of the things that are that are well, some of the things that are going on in the uh, in our space in the creator space um, over the next few months. I'm going to talk about some of the events that you don't want to miss, and then we're going to get to the core of this episode, and uh, that's where we're going to talk about. Goal-driven courses versus entertainment-driven courses. Because I think there's an opportunity there that many of you haven't seen yet. Okay, so um, first of all, yeah, I've been a bit quiet over the last month. Summer holidays here, I took some time off. First, we spent a week in the north of France with a family. And then we uh, we drove all the way down to the southwest of the UK from Belgium here. Uh, quite a trip. And um, yeah, we visited Oli there which was fun because we only have a few occasions per year where we can meet and hang out, and um, that was really good. We had a good barbecue, went for a few nice dinners, we had some whiskey, we ate some chocolate, and uh, a few good conversations, so that's uh, what I've been up to. Then, um, yeah, a few exciting events that are going to take place over the next few weeks. First of all, we have our fourth annual Creator Smart Mastermind coming up. Um, this year is going to take place in Morocco, has been sold out. Um, we basically rented a villa, a huge villa this time, with 14 bathrooms, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, we're going to get together, uh, we're going to mastermind. Uh, what that means is that basically everybody is going to get their own hot seat session, like a 30, 40 minute time slot where they can talk about some of the problems that they are facing, some of the dilemma, of the dilemmas that they're having in their businesses. And then the other people in the group um, are going to help them out. So it's really going to be a week of learning from each other, networking and having lots of fun. And everybody is content creation and everybody um, yeah is in the online education space. So most of them sell courses and yeah, that's uh, it's 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 just really, really good, really fun, really fulfilling to see who who is signing up for these events because these are really really cool people and uh, an honor for me to organize it for this crowd and uh, really looking forward to that week. So that's going to take place on the eleventh of September. Then later on next month, um, Vid Summit is going to take place. This is basically a creator summit where the biggest names in online content creation go. Um, it's not that big. I think it's I think it's capped at a thousand tickets. And um, yeah, Mr. Beast is going to be there. Um, just have a look at the website, vitsummit.com. Um, we'll be going there as well for the very first time. It's going to take place in LA. So it's going to be another long flight. Um, and uh, yeah, we will be going there together with Ari Smith, aka Shoma. Um, so that's, that's going to be that's going to be lots of fun. Look forward to that as well. And of course, after my visit, I will um, I will talk to you <laughs> on the podcast here and, uh, and tell you about my experiences. Then there is another, another event which was announced last month and it's called the One Billion Summit. Um, they call it the Expo for Content Creators and it's going to take place on December 3rd and 4th in in Dubai, on the Palm, in the Atlantis Hotel. Well, this is one of the... I'm really excited about this one because I was at NAS Summit earlier, 
earlier on this year and uh, Nas Summit was sponsored by the United Arab Emirates government and um, it was really well organized it came like it, it was organized in the in one of the best hotels in Dubai huge venue it came with food came with free drinks and now the government they I think they, they they saw the potential and they were like hey we want to attract content creators to move to Dubai, pay zero zero percent tax. We should organize our own summit. So that's what they seem to be doing now. Um, they got some really exciting speakers, and yeah, just look at the venue, the Atlantis Hotel on the Palm. Um, yeah, just have a look at Google. That this, I think, this is really going to be big. So going to be there as well um, in December. Make sure to check it out if uh, this sounds interesting to you, okay? So, let's get to the core of this podcast episode, right? Goal-driven courses versus entertainment-driven courses. Now, why am I going to talk about this in this episode? Recently, I've been doing lots of research um, on online courses. And I really noticed that you have two types of online courses. First of all, are the so-called goals-driven courses, right? And I think that this is what most of you do. These are basically courses where you teach a hard skill, where you teach a specific outcome, right? Or promise a specific outcome. So an example here is a course where you teach how somebody can launch a YouTube channel and get their first thousand subscribers within the first six months, right? Another example is selling a course on how to video edit, how to video editor for YouTube, how to how to get good um, video retention, uh, vid- viewers retention. Um, another one, learn how to hold a conversation with a native speaker in Spanish within 30 days or learning Facebook ads, right? So if you have an online following that's all interested in, in a topic that follow you because they wake up in the morning and they think by themselves, shit, I wish... I knew how to do, how to run Facebook ads or I wish I could speak French or I wish I could make money online with e-commerce, right? And a very obvious thing to do is, of course, to sell a course that solves that problem. And the big benefit of having an audience which is interested in in a specific skill is, and that are having a problem, is that you can solve that problem and then um, in exchange for a high price, right? You can sell those courses for high prices. Um, I think, and by high prices, I mean like starting from a hundred dollars, right? If it's a course on how to make money online, how to start your own business, those courses can go up to you know all the way to a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, maybe even more expensive. Um, so you're gonna get, you're gonna get, you're gonna have um, high conversion at high price points if you are in a niche like that. But then, there is a whole bunch of content creators out there that do have educational channels, but that do not really teach stuff that people really need to know in order to make progress in in their careers. Or they don't wake up in the morning and think by themselves, shit, I wish I knew how to do car tricks. Or, shit, I wish I knew more about history because that's how I'm going to transform my business. Um, 
so I started doing all this research and I basically researched all the biggest course platforms out there. So I have the uh, I have the Excel sheet in front of me. I'm just going to give you a few of the names, right, of the platforms that are re that are researched. Um, think about platforms like Masterclass, NAS Academy, Wondrium, Skillshare, LinkedIn Learning, Creative Life, Mind Valley, Rougebee, Shaw Academy, Studio, Brightrip, Nebula, Udemy, Maven, Outlier. Um, Masterclass is probably the most the, the most famous one at this point, although Skillshare, you might also have heard of that one if you watch YouTube videos. And what they do, I think, is really interesting because they sell courses, or they call it a course or a class, but it's not, it's not really a course. It's basically, it's, yeah, how should we call it here? It's educational entertainment or entertaining, entertain, entertaining education. Um, Let's talk about masterclass, for example, right? So a masterclass, you can watch all these masterclasses by famous people. So, for example, um, Richard Branson has a course on disruptive entrepreneurship. And what you see in this course is basically just Richard sitting on a chair. I think they recorded it at his, uh, as a, at his private island. But you see him sitting on a chair and he's just talking about how he built um, uh, Virgin right first the, uh, the record label and then he launched version airlines and then he he's basically just talking how he launched all these businesses and how he went about hiring people and um he's telling all these personal stories and it's actually really entertaining to watch you it almost feels like you're sitting in a room there um and he's telling you all the stories it's not a course. It's not like module one. Here we're going to teach you all these hard skills. Now you go off and now you try to do it by yourself. Here's a quiz. No, there are some lesson notes. But the reason why people watch it is not because they want to learn a specific skill. They're just curious what, what those people have to tell. All right. Another example is Bob Iger. He uh, used to be the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. And I watched that masterclass. And it's just, again, it's just him sitting on a chair and talking about um, how he led the Walt Disney Company and how they acquired companies like Pixlr and Marvel and um, and all these other companies. And it's just really interesting to watch. Um, the masterclass lasts about two hours in total, but yeah, they they are divided up into different modules, into different videos. It's video, each video lasts about ten minutes, ten to fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, so I think uh, just one more example here. Um, there is a, a famous journalist from the US. It's called George Stephanopoulos. And um, yeah, he has basically, he has almost interviewed all, all the famous people, like the last four presidents. Um, and he talks about how he prepares for his interviews. And he talks about what kind of questions to ask and what to do. How do you confront somebody? How do you keep very high status people accountable by asking them very sharp questions? And yeah, it's you're not gonna watch that content because you want to be the next, because you want to become a journalist. But it's just, it's just you watch those videos out of curiosity. Um, it's entertaining. It's almost like watching Netflix, right? But now, it you don't have to feel guilty 
because you're actually learning something, something new. You're getting some new insights. You're feeling inspired, right? It's something cool. Sorry, got a cold here. Um, so, why why am I sharing this? I think that most most content creators with an educational channel who have a clear we have a channel that's clearly about education. For example, teaching languages, teaching how to make money online, teaching day trading, um, teaching how to do Facebook ads. Then it's very obvious that you can sell a course on that topic, right? But there is lots of, uh, let me see if I can come up with some examples. There's lots of, lots of channel, channels that talk about science, for example, or history, um, music, travel blogging. You know, like it's kind of hard to sell a history course because it doesn't really, like if your audience or if they use to take the course, they're not really getting a clear gain, right? They're not really going to advance in their career. They're not really practical skills that they're going to learn. Um, but what you can do is you can create a program that's very well produced and that's cool and that goes more in depth um, and that covers specific topics. And that creates a certain learning experience where you take them on a on a learning journey, and uh, I think that's a huge opportunity for for educational channels um, where you cannot really sell a hard skill or teaching a hard skill. Um, let me see what I ha- what do I have here? Science, history, yeah, general entrepreneurship, travel blogging, and the way you do it is you just tell stories about your own experiences, about about all the people that, that you have studied, uh, case studies out there. Um, now, the disadvantage is because you're not solving a problem or you're not really teaching a, a valuable skill, it's more entertainment, right, what we're talking about here, just like Masterclass or uh, Wonderium or a Skillshare, although a Skillshare could actually teach you some practical skills. But you see what I mean, right? Like Studio is another good example. They have courses on, um, well, they have courses where they teach you practical skills, but also skills like doing car tricks, right? Which is something cool. It's not really something that you have to learn. Um, What was I saying? Yeah, the disadvantage is if you're teaching, if you're offering a course that's cool, and doesn't really solve a problem, then you cannot really sell it for $500,000, $2,000, right? So the p- price point is going to be significantly lower. But you have the potential of reaching a wider audience because more people are, well, more people are watching Netflix than taking courses, right? Like there is a wider audience for entertainment than for uh, taking courses that go really in-depth. It's just... It takes more energy, I guess, to go through a course. It's, it's, um, another thing that you can do is, yes, you can make it about yourself and tell stories, share case studies, talk about the topic, go more in-depth, create a more intimate learning experience. Right At the same time, you can also add a community, ex- a, a community aspect. Um, because... Community or community building is really one of the biggest trends that we've seen over the last, let's say, five years, right? 
people do follow you because they want to they want to be part of you and and your community and they want to connect to other people who like your stuff um so that that's another thing that you can do there so i hope that the takeaway for this episode is if you teach a specific skill right keep doing what you're doing if you're already selling courses where you're teaching hard skills that's a good thing keep doing that if you are in the online education space or if you have a youtube channel that is entertaining not educational in the first place but you could potentially be entertaining or sorry educate you could potentially teach stuff like a science channel as i said like you know the channel Kurzgesagt, or in a nutshell i think that's a good example like most people who go there will watch those videos including myself by the way this is i think it's the biggest educational channel on youtube at the moment um they watch those videos because they're they're very well produced and um, they're just curious about the topic they're just curious about what would happen if you fell into a black hole or what happens to your body if you get the the coronavirus or um the different species of of ants i think they have a series about that as well um so people don't go there because they they want to solve a problem that they have they are just curious but there is clearly a big opportunity there because you can do something like what masterclass there right create an entertaining learning entertaining in-depth learning experience that comes with the community for example and yeah if you have content that is somehow educational there's always going to be an opportunity for you so I w- in that case i would highly recommend you to have a look at uh, some of those core pl- course platforms that i just mentioned including masterclass or i think in nebula is another example and consider to create entertainment driven courses all right that was it for now see you in the next episode